This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and hazy and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of June, 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we expect sunny skies today, a high of 94 with a heat index as high as 99. It'll be clear tonight, our low 74. Sunny and 95 on Thursday, with a heat index up to 103. Clear Thursday night, a low of 75. And sunny Friday with a high of 95. Saturday and Sunday, we'll have sunny skies and highs in the low to mid-90s. And the warm temperatures continue into the new week. Outside now, fair with haze, 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Edna Hill of Edward Jones. She is retiring today. Obituaries this morning, Arlene May Windsor-Halbrook, age 72, of Moralton, died Sunday, June 12th. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2.30 at the Harris Chapel with Mike Jones officiating. Burial will be at Old Liberty Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Margaret Ann Howell, age 84, of Saugahatchee, died on Monday, June 13th. She was a homemaker, a member of Temple of Worship Church, and is survived by her children, Margaret Sutterfield of Marshall, Marilyn Henley of Moralton, Kathy Presley of Choctaw, Randy Howell of Ward, William Stanley Howell of Plummerville, Wesley Allen Howell of Saugahatchee, David Ward Howell of Conway, and Joy Howell Rickett, and a very special granddaughter, Kelsey Annette Payne of Hattieville. Seven siblings, the father of her children, Jackie Howell, and his wife, Betty, of Saugahatchee, and a host of grandchildren, great-grandchildren, extended family and friends. Funeral service for Margaret Ann Howell will be Friday, June 17th, 2 p.m., at the Temple Worship Church, with Brother Wesley Howell and Brother Alan Sutterfield officiating. Burial will be at Pleasant Hill Cemetery in Center Ridge, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Thursday night from 6 until 8 at the Harris Chapel. Hector Feniz Munoz, age 77, of Moralton, died on Sunday, June 12th. He was a maintenance person, member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church, and is survived by his sons, Hector Munoz Jr. and Marcos Munoz, both of Santiago, Chile daughter Claudia Munoz of Santiago, Chile, six siblings, eight grandchildren, and three great-grandchildren. A graveside service for Hector Finis Munoz will be Thursday, June 16th, 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Cemetery with Father Joe Friend officiating. Rosary will be tonight from 6 until 6.30 at the funeral home with visitation following. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Charlotta Oline Moses Russell, age 72, died Friday, June 10th. Visitation will be this Friday afternoon at 1, with memorial service following at 2 p.m. at Union Missionary Baptist Church No. 5, Bruce Street in Moralton, with Pastor Charles Bain officiating. Arrangements are by Neal's Rosewood Funerals and Cremations, formerly Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Nina Sue Bryant Scroggins, age 86, of Center Ridge, died on Sunday, June 12th. A private memorial service will be held at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 
Now 735, it's fair with haze, 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 94 with sunshine today and a heat index as high as 99. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, fair with haze, and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. The 2022 Farm Family of the Year for Conway County is the Stobaugh Brothers Farm. Brothers Barry and Robert Stobaugh and their nephew Bart Stobaugh own and operate the 6,000-acre soybean, rice, and corn farm in Blackwell. The farm has been in the Stobaugh family since 1951, when Barry and Robert's father started the operation that he ran until 1979, when Barry and his brothers Ray and Bruce joined in the partnership. Robert took over his father's share of the farm when he got out of school in 1983. The four brothers ran the farm together until Bruce passed away in 1992. His son Bart joined on as partner after graduating college in 2001, when Ray decided to retire. Barry, Robert, and Bart have been running the farm ever since. Barry's oldest grandson, Cade Chapman, also works full-time on the farm, and his youngest grandson, Seth, helps out in the summer, as does Bart's nephew, August. This is not the first time the Stobaws have been chosen as Farm Family of the Year for Conway County. They also received the honor in 2004. The farm has expanded over the years. The Stobaws began their operation on 2,200 acres of land that they rented, They now rent 4,000 acres and own another 2,000. In the past, the Stobaws have produced wheat and experimented with a number of other crops, but Robert says they now primarily focus on soybeans, rice, and corn. Soybeans are our main crop for acreage. Uh, We grow just a little less than 4,000 acres of soybean. Um, Rice is the the crop that makes us the most money per acre, Uh, somewhere around 1,500 acres a year of rice. And then typically about 500 acres a year of corn, uh, which we sell to uh, uh, local chicken uh, poultry integrators. The farm has also evolved in many ways over the years. Barry says technology has enabled them to be more efficient in everything they do, from irrigation and fertilization to planting. Our planters now count the seeds. It knows how many seeds is coming out and how thick they are down the row. And uh, it's uh, very technical, the stuff that uh, those planters will do. When they're not farming, you can find the Stobaws serving the local community in a variety of ways. Barry, who has a wife, Eva, two grown daughters, Casey and Lindsay, and two grandchildren, has been active on the local Farm Bureau Board and Riceland Foods Board. Robert and his wife, Marianne, have two grown children, Brian and Mallory, and one granddaughter. Robert has served since 1985 on the Blackwell Fire Department, including 33 years as chief. He's also served as chairman of the Conway County Fire Board and as a member of the Farm Bureau Board. On the national level, Robert served nine years on the United Soybean Board and currently serves on the National Biodiesel Board. Bart and his wife Ashley have two children, Carter and Bentley, and are active volunteers in the Sacred Heart Church and School community. 
Bart serves as president on the church parish council, and Ashley is the coordinator of the Wee basketball program at the school. Bart is also chairman of the board for the Point Remove Reclamation Irrigation District for Conway and Pope Counties and serves on the Farm Bureau Board. In addition to being named the Conway County Farm Family of the Year, Stobar Brothers Farm has also been chosen as the District Farm Family of the Year for the Western District of Arkansas. The eight district winners in Arkansas will be judged to determine a state winner, which will be announced December 8th at the Farm Family of the Year Luncheon. The State Farm Family of the Year will then go to represent Arkansas in the Sunbelt Expo Southeastern Farmer of the Year competition. The 2022 Farm Family of the Year for Perry County is Farnham Farms, operated in the Applin community by brothers Kemper and Jacob Farnham and their families. The Farnhams have been farming their entire life, growing up on a poultry and cattle farm their parents operated. As adults, they branched out on their own with around 100 acres their mom inherited. They have since improved and expanded in every aspect of farming, such as purchasing more land and cattle, to upgrading as much as possible. Their farm now includes 381 acres, where they raise 122 mama cows, six registered bulls, and over 100 calves. They also bale over 300 acres of hay for their own farm use, but Kipper says they'd like to eventually market that or expand the farm in other ways to add to the farm income. Uh, we do have a grass farm that we're trying to get corn to, so that way we'll have cattle, the grass, and you know maybe a supplement hay uh, combination and. Uh, and we've even talked about raising some bulls and stuff. We've, we've done that for ourselves, but we would like to get into it for a little bit more expand, you know, expand to around here to try to sell just a little bit more cash flow. Uh, that way maybe we one of us can stay closer to home and, and do the farming because that's my goal is one of these days is to be a full-time farmer. For now, Kemper works as a general superintendent for a construction company in Little Rock where he's worked for 19 years. His wife, Carrie, is a nurse at UAMS. They have four children 13-year-old Paisley, 11-year-old Tristan, 8-year-old Presley, and 4-year-old Crash. Jacob has been an Arkansas State Trooper for over 11 years. His wife Kelly is a nurse with the Perryville School District. They have three children, 10-year-old Aiden, 8-year-old Rylan, and 5-year-old Cooper. In addition to their work on the farm and their other full-time jobs, Kemper and Carrie and Jacob and Kelly own and operate the Subway Restaurant in Perryville. Kemper and Jacob are also members of the local Farm Bureau Board, and Jacob serves on the Perryville School Board. Both families are active members of New Life Church in Applin, where Carrie and Kelly are Sunday school teachers. This is the second time Farnham Farms has been recognized as the Perry County Farm Family of the Year, and Jacob says it's neat for him and his brother to be recognized now in the same way their parents were back in 2001. So yeah, it's pretty cool 20, 21 years later to be Farm Family again, and you know, we looked at some old pictures and just seeing that, and then now, 21 years later, seeing me and my brother and our families together and trying to instill the same things that our parents did when we were kids. We're trying to do the same thing in, in our kids, and and hopefully that'll pay off one of these days. Kemper and Jacob both say they're extremely honored and blessed to be named the 2022 Farm Family of the Year for Perry County. A Hattieville man has been sentenced to almost 10 years in prison in connection with a white supremacist tied racketeering case. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette reports that 39-year-old Michael J. Roberts was involved in a wide-ranging drug conspiracy directed by the New Aryan Empire, which had its starts as a prison gang and trafficked methamphetamine in and out of Pope County. U.S. Attorney's Office in Little Rock says Roberts had been receiving regular shipments of methamphetamine from California, 
and was responsible for the distribution of about 100 pounds of the drug. Roberts was sentenced in federal court Tuesday along with 46-year-old Casey Mooney of Dover. She was involved in the kidnapping and assault by stabbing of a suspected informant. Both had pleaded guilty to the crimes before, and the sentencing was held this week. The first indictments in the case were handed up five years ago, and all but one of the 29 defendants sentenced have gone to prison. Another defendant remains a fugitive. 40-year-old Troy Tricky Lodholt of Russellville has been missing since 2017. The South Conway County School District's preschool program has been approved to serve an additional 20 students. Superintendent Sean Halbrook explains the additional slots will increase the capacity of the three- and four-year-old program at Moralton Primary School to 120 students for the 2022-23 school year, 100 of which are through the free ABC program for income-eligible families. These 20 more slots are free to our community if they qualify from income. And then we have 20 paid slots, and our 20 paid slots are $40 a week. We try to make it non-cost prohibitive. We want to help kids, and we want to help our community. Halbrook says the pre-K program usually has a waiting list of about 15 students per year, and this will help the district serve all families who want to enroll their child in preschool at MPS. Halbrook also announced during Monday night's school board meeting that the district has been awarded another $200,000 grant to enhance literacy learning in the schools. To help us increase our focus on literacy, and that's been our focus this year, it's going to continue to be our focus, but to help us with salaries, materials, to focus in on literacy. The grant is for two years with $100,000 allocated for the 2022-23 and 2023-24 school years. Now 746, let's check our market report. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets shrugged off an initial bounce and finished lower today, with all eyes on the Federal Reserve meeting tomorrow afternoon. Investors remain concerned that the Fed will have to hike rates more aggressively to combat inflation. Inflation data today showed that the PPI, a measure of input costs for businesses, rose to 10.8% year-over-year in May, and the monthly growth was almost twice that of April. U.S. Treasuries have risen past 3%, with the 10-year sitting at around 3.48%, as markets anticipate higher interest rates. The price of oil, which has been one of the largest contributors to inflation, is hovering around $118 per barrel. Internationally, global markets are coming under pressure following the sell-off on Monday and Tuesday in the U.S. The Dow closed at 30364 down 151 points. NASDAQ closed at 10,828, up 19 points. Volume was heavy as 1.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T was down 31 cents at $19.45. Bank of America was down 56 cents at $31.46. Deering Company was up $1.68 at $326.58. Energy Corporation was down $2.41 at $107.29. Under Armour was down $0.21 at $8.66. Simmons Bank was down $0.12 at $22.06. Regions Financial was down $0.09 
at $19.35. Southwestern Energy was down $0.89 at $7.71. Tyson Foods was up $0.61 at $83.92. Walmart was up $0.05 at $119.46. Live Ramp was up $0.21 at $25.30. Interpublic Group was down $0.23 at $27.78. Nextera Energy was down $0.93 at $71.48. Natural Gas was down $1.34 at $7.27. Precious Metals were lower. Gold was down $22.10 at $1,809.70. Silver was also down $0.27 27 cents at $20.98. I am Samantha Casty with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the 64th annual Pettyjean Car Show and Swap Meet is underway today through Saturday on the grounds of the Museum of Automobiles. The Swap Meet will be open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. Registration for the Antique Car Show and Open Car Show will take place Saturday, 8 to 11 a.m., with judging from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., followed by the awards presentation. For more information, call 501-727-5427 or visit museumofautos.com. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo is holding a benefit yard sale Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., and again Saturday, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. at 539 Highway 9 in Apollo. For more information, call 501 501- Three five four zero three two seven. Through the USDA Summer Feeding Program, the South Conway County School District is serving free meals for kids and teens every Monday through Thursday through July 28th from Moralton Elementary School. Breakfast is being served at 7.30, lunch is being served from 11 a.m. to noon, and meals are available for all children 18 and younger. And summer reading activities continue at the Conway County Library every Monday at noon, Tuesdays at 3, and Wednesdays and Thursdays at 10.30 a.m., ending with the summer reading finale on July 30th. Well, residents of our area have known since 1952 that they can listen to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 7.30. But if you're unable to be around a radio at that time, you can listen when it's convenient to you. Each weekday morning, we publish this newscast on the KVOM podcast channel. It's free to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can listen through our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 751, fair with haze and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatcher of Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Foundation's 16th Annual Links for Learning Golf Tournament is coming up Thursday, June 23rd at Moralton Country Club. The $350 registration fee includes a three-person team, two mulligans per player, carts, lunch, and gift bags. 
Prizes will be awarded to players with the longest drive and closest to the pin. The tournament will also feature a golf ball drop contest with a $1,000 prize going to the winning ball in the hole or closest to the pin. Proceeds from the tournament support UAC Sims academic programs and services, including scholarships, investment in new teaching tools, and facility upgrades. To register for the tournament, purchase tickets for the golf ball drop, or become a sponsor, visit uaccm.edu slash links for learning. Or contact UACCM Development Officer Taylor Holland at 501-977-2085 or by email at tholland at uaccm.edu. Miles Michaelis was one strike away from becoming the first Cardinal to throw a no-hitter since Bud Smith in 2001 when he gave up a double to Cal Victoria with two outs in the ninth inning. But St. Louis was able to complete a 9-1 win over Pittsburgh to sweep a doubleheader on Tuesday. Paul Goldschmidt had three home runs and eight RBIs over the two games as the Cardinals moved two and a half games ahead of Milwaukee for first place in the National League Central Division. The Cards finish their series with the Pirates tonight. First pitch is set for 6.45 p.m. with pregame coverage starting at 5.50 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM. Joe Rizzo hit two home runs for the second time in less than a week, but it was not enough as the Arkansas Travelers fell 7-5 to the Northwest Arkansas Naturals in the open over six-game series Tuesday night in Springdale. Teams play again tonight at Arvest Ballpark. Look at weather now on this Wednesday. We've got humidity currently at 74%. Southwest winds at 10 miles per hour. Merrimack pressure 29.99 inches. Low temperature this morning, 74 degrees. High yesterday was 93 a year ago today, the low was 66 with a high of 95. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 30.95 inches. Sunset this evening is 827. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 556. And weather forecast calling for more sunny and hot conditions continuing over the next several days. High near 94 expected today with heat index. High is 99. Mostly clear tonight. Low around 74. Sunny and 95. Tomorrow, a little bit higher on the heat index, around 103 possible. And then, again, mid-90s will be highs on through the weekend. May even see a little bit warmer temperatures as we move into next week. But right now, no mention of any uh, chance of rain at all over the next several days. Right now, we have air skies 81 degrees in Moralton at 755 on KVOM. Newswire continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.